Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question, it's a statement, it's what can you offer? here for a celebration. You bought your tickets for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. All right, we're back. What can you offer? We're still sitting here with Brian Breaker, and uh, we were kind of sharing some con- concussion stories. I've, I, you know, I've never – well, I don't, I don't know that any of us have been officially diagnosed with concussions, as wrestlers mostly have. Um, the only one that pops to my mind, thankfully – now, I've, I've had plenty of instances where I've, like – seen the fucking stars big time and uh you know some people will tell you like well that's a concussion anytime you see stars you know i I don't know anything about any of that but i do know that one time well one time my very first match debut 2007 um xwe i think in arkansas yeah um i wrestled chris fury one-on-one 30 seconds into the match he gives me a face wash in the corner that was Stiffer than you would hit, you know, the guy that just grabbed your girlfriend's ass at the bar. He <laughs> fucking murdered me. Uh, it's, it's, you know, my first match, and it's the only time in my life I've ever, like, told my opponent, hey, man, you, you got to ease up on me. That was, that was rough. And we <laughs> drove home. The business, kid. <laughs> we, we drove home afterwards, and I just remember every light, every headlight, every street light, every gas station. It was like the fucking, like, the lighthouse summoning the ships in from the ocean. Like, it was mind-melting. Like, I felt like I was getting hit with lasers. I mean, like, it was brutal, which I'm assuming was probably part of the fucking head injury. Um, Definitely some groggy and dizziness, but nothing, like... Nothing super bad. But, How uh, long do they last is my thing. Like, I think they're different, know. and I think oh, also, yeah. too, the more you get, the worse they become. Yeah. yeah. I know... Um, I, I'm sure you guys have heard on wrestling podcasts, they talk about unprotected chair shots. Like, well, we didn't know, and I'm like... You have to know that's not good, though. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. your brains yeah. are getting scrambled. Absolutely. I know when I had my first one, which I was kind of telling you guys about off air, I took a kind of a choke slam deal. Yeah. Got the back of my head smashed into the mat. And, um, and you know, you, you kind of hit your head every now and then. It's usually not a big deal. Sure. But I was like, yeah. driven in, and, like, I, I rolled out of the ring. I don't know where I'm at. I can't really mm-hmm. comprehend anything. It's just like a, what's going on? Yeah. Where am I at? Kind of starts to dawn on you. And I knew I was kind of messed up, but I didn't really – think too much about it you yeah. know because yeah. we're wrestlers right yeah we, yeah we, sell this we stuff. keep going yeah, yeah and um i end up you know tearing down the ring no problem i was waiting tables at the time and i uh next day i'm waiting tables no problem i'm super tired super groggy which but i'm, you know, I'm always tired right yeah. i mean drove all night and got up early to go work yep. that's what we did so you're always tired and i was waiting tables and i was making change and i remember i couldn't count it out I yeah, was yeah, there, yeah i was doing it and i was like 18 cents I'm looking at my my <laughs> coins and I'm just like yeah. like yeah. How, how, I, I couldn't it's like I couldn't compute yeah. it I'm like wait a minute okay get my phone out get the calculator and I, I can't type the numbers right. right like not in the right order yeah. I was like 18 I put 8-1 I'm like no 18 8-1 what is going on? <laughs> so I just went up to my manager and I'm like, something's wrong. And I just went into a booth and I just laid down. I was like, I'm a later oh, for a second. Man. And that's when I, you know, I, I contacted Harley and they got me to a doctor and stuff. And that's, of course, but at knowing now, like to do a CT scan, nothing, even if they find it, oh yeah, you have a concussion. They're yeah. going to tell you the same thing. Rest. Rest, yeah. Is that how they find a concussion? That's what they said. Um, and like, basically what he told me is I, I'm demonstrating every symptom of a concussion, but nothing's showing up. Mm-hmm. So he said it's, it's mild. Most likely, but nothing yeah. too bad. I'm like, oh, and you know, I, I've heard the same thing every time you see stars. That's a concussion. I'm like, what's every match? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, every for, I mean, every right. forearm. Boom. Yeah, boom. If, if it's if it's snug, you Flash. sleep a little bit. Yep. You know, some are worse than others, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, there's that's all the time, and you know, obviously, it's scary it's, man. Yeah. yeah, and it's not good for you. And I, but I know, at least me. I mean, I think mm-hmm. me and you started wrestling about the same time, John, but. Mm. You're 20, 21, 22. You don't think about that. No, fuck no. You're, yeah. you're a kid. You're going to be a wrestler. This yeah. is going to be the greatest thing. And then you shit. hit 30, yeah. 31, 32, and all of a sudden you're like, why the fuck did I do all that stupid shit? You know, And it, it kind of it kind of changes a lot of your perspectives of, of 
of the wrestling business. You start to become one of those guys that you always hear, like when you're 21. And save those, your bumps, yeah. kid. Those guys are telling you, like, save Bump your bumps, kid. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, I've, I've, I've had one match in three years, but, like, uh, like I, it took me so long to recover from that fucking match that I had. Oh, I imagine. Like, it was, I was just like, is this what 33 is going to, is this what this yeah. is like? Like, really? Like, this this sucks. Like, I have these weird, like, it's not just bumps and bruises. Like, I'm achy. Like, yeah. oh, it's yeah. awful. But, uh, I mean, hey, You might have a little it, bit man. of concussion after that chair to the head. Oh, you know. That's life, though. Well, what I was saying is, um, which I better might as well say it. But, yeah, go um, ahead. Basically, this last weekend, I feel like I have a mild... I think it's mild. I don't think it's crazy. It's not, like, mm. enabling me from doing anything. But I definitely... It's like I notice things more. Like, I accentuate my words a little bit more. Yeah. Okay, if you go back and look... So, we're doing a thing with Black Diamond Industries, me and Luke. And there's a video that was posted last week, um, which um, I'm sure John and I will have a conversation with Off-Air about. But, um, if you look, there's actually an insanely large bump on the side of my head Mm -hmm. during the whole video. And I remember, like, I'm very monotone in that video. Like, I'm not near myself. Like, watching it back. So... Backstory to that, um, and then we'll get we'll get back to everything else. Is I've had a concussion before. I know I had one in the ladder match with Fuel. I took a power bomb. That you know the power bomb that they did with Andrade and Finn Balor on TV. They yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I tried it to do that. Really good. Remember that? <laughs> I, and that was the spot that I was supposed to drop the UWE title to. That's supposed yeah. to be the final spot. Yeah. And uh, I was going to take a power bomb sunset over. Well, Brad bailed to the side because it was too short, and I ended up having my neck wrapped around the top rope. And you watch me literally get slingshotted from the top rope to eating shit to the mat. Like, bam, bam. It's like teeter-totter. Yeah. And I remember, like, coming to after taking that, and I was like, I'm good. Yeah. And I finished the match, and then I remember going to eat with Justin and Matt and them after and Nasty, and we're at the casino, and I don't even drink pop. But the only thing I could stomach was Dr. Pepper. So, like, I, that's all I was doing. I was drinking Dr. Pepper over and over again. Couldn't even eat. So I knew I had a concussion there. Well, this last weekend, I wrestled a, a guy named Antonio Vega. Very good worker. I, I don't have anything bad to say, say about the guy. Um, I did get hit hard in the match. There was a spot. And to the point to where I seen, I seen stars, and I got blacked out. And I, I had to realize he was perched on the top rope. And I was, like, I was like, well, this dude's perched on the top rope. I'm taking something. And he jumped off and hit me with a, like a missile drop kick, and I, I bumped it shitty. And mm-hmm. um, I bumped a line on my ass, another line on my ass, moonlight drive on my ass. And in my head, I thought it was all good. Right. Afterwards, I told Luke, and Luke's like, okay, so that's why your bumps look bad. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess so. So I watched it back, and awkwardly long, like mm-hmm. terrible, like the worst bumps you've ever seen. Like You can tell something's wrong. And then I did commentary, which I was telling you guys about off air, but I was just saying some messed up stuff as yeah. well. And Burnham, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you and I were like, I don't know if we were like shoot getting into it, but we were definitely like, you know, bumping heads. And then um, we did the uh, we did the promo after with me and Luke, and um, I remember doing it, but I was just so groggy yeah. during. And the drive home, I just remember being like, shit. Usually, I have someone with me at all times. Yeah. Like Zach or Haskell, someone's there with me. And if I get bumped or something, like, and I'm I'm not feeling well, like they'll drive back. You should ask me to go with you. I did. And you said no. So, <laughs> so I'm I'm there, and it's, it's late, and it's like um, it's like a, it's like eleven at night. I called Sam Ham on the way home, and it's about an hour and fifteen away. And yeah. I'm just like shit. Like I gotta make this drive and try not to pass out. There. So I just rolled my windows down, yeah. driver and passenger, turned the music up, and just started driving. And like both hands on the wheel, no relaxing, just like focus. And ten like, and two, right? Yeah, ten and two. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah. Focus. I remember I got like sand springs, and like I could feel myself kind of veering. And I'm like, nope. And I just have like my water jug right here. I'm just slamming water, and just I, I'm scared to roll the windows up because I need that sound, like something to keep me in tune. But. Yeah. Um, Pretty sure I have a concussion um, from it, mild, I hope. But I will say I definitely feel better after hearing you guys talk about your concussions because now I'm like, okay, this is obviously somewhat normal for a wrestler. So. First time is super scary yeah. because it's yeah. not something you've probably ever experienced before. I don't think I've ever had this before, no. Not, not like that. And, you know, the thing is you talk about that bump where you, you took the yeah. power bomb on the ladder. You felt okay after yeah. maybe, but, like, that accumulates. And, yeah. I mean, yeah. how many times have we come out of a match like, I feel all right. Yeah. But then all of a sudden – more and more and more yeah. and it accumulates on your body and I mean it's going to and yeah. you know now I, mean, I was telling you at OKX I was like man when I hit 31 shit changed yeah. in my body like big time like my legs started aching yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, my ankles my knees my shoulders everything it's just like shit you know yeah. and you know it's just it's an interesting business and uh, like I said 
my perspective has changed on it so much from when I was young, you know, yeah. because you don't you don't think about it, right? right. Because I think in, in our head, we all think this is my path. You yeah. know, I get trained, I wrestle, I get signed, you know, pay-per-views, WrestleMania, yeah. main events, <laughs> right. Hall of Fame, and then I sign autographs at WrestleCon. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah, yeah. that's the that's, that's my path. That's yeah. the life, right? You get there. on TV, like, at least you've, you've done that. Right, you know? and, and so it's like we all kind of – the biggest thing I noticed – well, at a wrestling school, is everybody thinks they're Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. And you have guys come in and just like, bro, that ain't you. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And um, I remember Simon Gotch actually pointed that out to me. He goes, you know, a lot of guys are Santino, but they don't realize. Yeah. They're Stone Cold. They're they're not Stone Cold. Yeah, they think they are. Yeah. And um, that's that's the I, I think the eye opening part of wrestling is everybody has a role. You know, not everybody yeah. is the top guy. Not yeah. everybody is the top heel. Some guys the comedy guy. Some guys the yeah. The good mechanic, the yeah. guy that can work with everybody. Absolutely, you know, and that's I think when you're booking a show, which I know we're kind of going on for a completely different. No, that's right. all right. That's what we do here, man. Go. But yeah. when you're booking a show, that's kind of the thing you would want. Mm-hmm. You know, like you want, a, you know, this guy that's good. This guy maybe it's a flyer. This guy's a good promo. You want variety, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like you don't want like I know like in like 2006, 2007 when I was first starting out in wrestling. WWE was notorious six three ripped. That's what they wanted. Yeah, yeah. the Randy Orton haircut. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, Kevin Owens, to me, is like the perfect yeah. guy there because anyone that's ripped really looks ripped next to him. If you have a guy like Greg Khali, who's like 7'2", yeah. and put a guy next to him who's 6'8", he doesn't look that tall. Yeah. Yeah. You need a short guy. Yeah. You know, like that's like the – that highlights his specialness. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, okay, so one thing I, w- I had on topics was – and I know like listeners are probably curious – so, who are some guys that you keep up with from your time, you know, NXT? NXT? And, you know, yeah. About, about, I mean, in, in general, like working with Harley, and you, you keep up with anyone? I do. So, it's weird because, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, when you're not around someone all the time, yeah. it's easy to, I don't say lose touch, but you don't talk as often, yeah. you know, yeah. as you normally would. And, um, actually, I just talked to Aaron Anders like two nights ago, mm-hmm. and I haven't talked to, I haven't seen him in over a year and it's just really? like we just got to catch up it was, it was Grizzly awesome. Anders yeah oh yeah and he was just <laughs> I hate wrestling <laughs> yeah of course yeah the classic but, but it was it was great to talk to him um, yeah so uh, Bonsai he's a WWE referee Ryan Tran I yep. actually just had interviewed him for my podcast that'll be coming up soon yeah that's cool I still talk with him uh, Curtis Axel I trained with him at WLW I still talk to him on occasion one of my really good friends is a Rowan. Um, really? He's in the Wyatt yeah. family. Right and he actually cool. stayed at my house while SmackDown was in town. Nice. Because he's all about a free room. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet, yeah. Really good guy. Um, and I talked to like to some of the other guys um, that I was there with. Let's see. Who? Jason Ayers. He's another WWE referee. I, I still keep in contact with him. Um, I, I don't know. It's weird because being in NXT, and this was, I think, a big eye-opener for me. When I was in WLW, it was very family-oriented. Yeah. Literally before the shows, we all met at the Eldon Community Center and kind of carpooled there. Mm-hmm. NXT was not like that. NXT yeah. was cutthroat. It yeah. was business. And it wasn't when you walk in, hey, man, nice to see you. It's who the fuck are you and why yeah, are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> that, it was, it was on, and I mean, I yeah. should have expected it, but sure. hindsight, again, is twenty twenty. Like, you walk in, you realize, like, oh, yeah, these guys don't want you here. Yeah. They don't care about you. Yeah. And so you had kind of a, a core group you were friendly with, and then others, not so much. So I actually got to hang out after SmackDown the other night with uh, Bonsai Rowan and then uh, Byron Saxton. Oh, that's cool. He was right there. And he was – to me, Byron is the nicest – he shouldn't be in wrestling. He's so nice. Yeah. yeah. He's like the nicest guy. He actually – when I got released, he actually called me. Only guy that called me, he was just like, hey, I just want to make sure you're okay. I was like, man, you're so nice. Right on. <laughs> Such a nice guy. So like, you know what? I feel a little better now. I, I did. And, you know, and the thing is, is like when you – Again, I haven't really talked about getting the call to get released, but when you get that call, I mean, I saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. a lot of people were surprised, I think, because yeah. they were like, oh, you'll be fine because you can wrestle. But no, it's more than that. And um, when I got that call, I was just like, oh, there that is, you know. And yeah. I got paid all this money to to move to Florida. And they don't pay you to move away. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, I mean, I, I told you I got stories. I got yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, Whenever, so when I got released right before the performance center, so it was kind of like we're gonna cut these few guys and sign a whole bunch more. Yeah, seven of us got cut that day, and um, like I said, I, I kind of saw it coming. Writing was on the wall, right. but um, to kind of go back to uh, getting signed part. 
when I actually got the call that I was signed, I thought, oh, this is great. I didn't even do a tryout. Yeah. That wasn't good. The reason that wasn't good is I show up. No one knows who I am. Yeah. So I, all of a sudden, I'm signed yeah. without a tryout. So I must be the yeah, fucking yeah. greatest thing walking yeah, in the face right. of the earth. I'm yeah. not. I mean, <laughs> I'm a very competent worker. I, sure. I, I believe that. But I'm not like – I've always looked at myself as like I'm the, the heel that works the top guy. That's probably my best role. Yeah. yeah. I, I can – I have really good strikes. I have really good heat. That's my – I could beat the hell out of John yeah. Cena and people would buy it. That's right. how I always viewed myself. So I show up, they don't know who I am. It's kind of like, who the fuck is this guy? And I and I heard the same thing. Like when CM Punk debuted, he had all this hype, mm-hmm. and like Shawn Michaels are like, I don't see it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're not gonna see it in a four minute match. No. You know. But no. when you see him do programs like with Cena yeah. and the one he did with The Rock, you're like, oh, yeah, I can there fucking work. Yeah. You know. But it takes a while to see that. So I think that in the long run, that kind of hurt me. And it just, you know, so many weird things happened. I know um, one night at a house show. And they had all these rules that we couldn't break. One of yeah. them was you can't go outside the ring, okay. which is not hard to do. Sure. But we were in a triple threat match, so trying to keep three guys in the ring the whole time the is whole, oh, yeah. a little bit yeah. awkward. And, and then they would throw a little – they would you guys about to walk out like, oh, yeah, you can't throw punches. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no baby face strikes. Mm. Don't touch the ropes. Don't touch the turnbuckles. Mm. <laughs> like, you, like you're the brain and groove. It's like, yeah, no top. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh. it, it kind of messes with you because you're <laughs> right. like, like, what do you do, right? Yeah, yeah. And you got half a second to make a decision. So Man. so we're doing this triple threat, and it was me, Neville, and Sakamoto, which is what a fucking triple threat that is. <laughs> Pretty cool you, you work these guys, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Neville's a great guy, too. So, like, when... He, a lot of people, I think, gave him shit because he quit because of Enzo. Don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't blame him on that one. I wouldn't want to put him over either. But uh, um, we had this really good match. We had a really, really good finish. Neville, I think, is he's always gets credit for the high flying, but people mm-hmm. don't realize how good he is just as a wrestler. Sure. If you take away all his spectacular shit, yeah. guy, he's like Dynamite Kid. He's he can solid just, fucking, he, yeah. He can Absolutely. just work. And uh, we had this spot where I was on the apron – and they were kind of, I was kind of double teaming both of them a little bit. They'd fight each other, then I'd get both of them. We had a pretty good little story. I'm on the apron. He comes and does like the, the Tajiri handspring, mm-hmm. but he's going to kick me. I hit the floor. I could hit, we could hit the floor if that was the finish. That was the rule. Right. Yeah. Boom. I go down, and then he goes up, hits the on Sakamoto. Yeah. Pretty good finish, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I'm trying to get, I can't get there. Okay. And it's also a cold three way, which are kind of shitty anyway. Yeah. I'm not a fan of those unless it's like a title match. Yeah. Because it just, Three guys wrestling. Why? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's what it was. And so that was our, our go-home spot. And Norman, Smiley was our agent. I love Norman, but he kind of fucked us over right here. He, uh, he, we told him the spot. He goes, I love it. Yeah. It's great. I'm like, okay, cool. We can do that. He's like, yeah, absolutely. So we're doing our match. He calls. And again, when you're in the ring and the referee's telling you shit to do, when you have like an idea of like, I'm getting ready to punch you. And he's like, double leg. You're like, Ugh. You know, it's like it throws you off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're not used to that. It took a lot. I mean, oh, I know yeah. all I, the top guys told the refs, like, don't don't tell them. Just tell me times. Yeah. Don't, don't tell me shit. If they get mad, I'll tell them mm-hmm. I just didn't do it. And I was just like, wow, okay. But it's it's kind of a, you know, because the ref, referees around here, and like, no offense, but they're not the best. No. And no, and yeah. a lot of them aren't really trained on it. These guys are like, they're, they're trained with hand signals and times and mm-hmm. all these other things. And they're relaying information to commercial, from commercial, all that shit. When you're on TV anyway. And so um, we here to do that spot. So I grabbed Neville. And I was like, they want us to do the spot. Boom, give him a shot. He goes, it's time to go home? I was like, I guess so. Maybe they're cutting our time. Which they would do that sometimes mm-hmm. on house shows. Again, I don't really get that. I get it. It's like an experience thing. Hey, we're going to cut your time. See how you react to it. Yeah. It's not really good on house shows because we were killing our towns. Because, I mean, you would think NXT house shows would draw well. They did not. Yeah. 30 people. I mean, a lot of times it was not great. This town was notoriously bad. So there's like 40 people there. Sure. And, you know, when you're, you're begging for reaction, it's just not happening because yeah, yeah. they don't give a shit at all. And so, so I'm kind of talking with them. And, of course, we have Sakamoto who doesn't speak English. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to relay that to him when they're calling shit like that. Um, and he was, he was communicative, but it was, it was hard still. And so I was like, they told us to go home. He was okay. And he, we did a little thing. I'm on the apron. Boom, hits me. Boom, he goes to hit Sakamoto with the thing. Norman yells out, you guys saw five minutes. And and so I'm like, oh, shit. I mean, I didn't hear it, but they heard it in the ring. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I see them still kick out. I'm like, okay, what yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. now? So Neville kicks me five more minutes. I'm like, 
Am I supposed to stay out here for fucking five minutes? Right, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> on the floor. And so I, it was just... Yeah, that's a mind fucker. It just too, did not yeah. go well. Yeah. And what sucks, and, and, and Neville, Ben, he was fucking pissed because he was like, it was going good, man. It was going good. And I was yeah. like, I know it was. It was like, it was clicking. It was like, that was the first match where I was like, all right, things are clicking. Things are clicking. And um, yeah, it just, it didn't, it just didn't work. Yeah. And that was, that was one experience. And of course, we talked to Norman after he goes, hey, I'll take the heat. And I'm like... Nice thing you say, but you're not. Yeah, you know, you're not. Yeah, yeah, to. exactly. Gonna you're gonna get you guys. Gonna get your report. And it's gonna and it's gonna go on me. I'm bottom of the barrel guy. Ben yeah. is the fucking. He's, yeah. he's Neville. Yep. Yeah, he was yeah. tag champion. I think at the time, they love him. Sakamoto is Japanese, so he's novelty. I'm yeah. the fucking indie guy. It's, it's gonna go. go on me. Yeah. And then one night, uh, I wrestled uh, Roman Reigns, which is his first time with the new name because he was Liaki, which I didn't really like, but mm. he's Roman Reigns now. They told us ninety ten. They wanted him to take ninety, me to take ten. Okay. My comeback is this is my comeback. He shoots me in the corner. Um, he charges in. I move, hit the ropes, and he gives me the big Superman punch, which he didn't do as a finish yet. I'm like, wow, okay. there's a there's a comeback. There it is. And, yeah. I mean, again, you're told what you, they want you to do. You mm-hmm. just go do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I used to do this like uh, kind of. I may have you may, have, may have seen me do it. I do like a seesaw knee lift. Sure. Where I grab the guy's leg, I swing it through, and I yep. pop him with a knee lift. Everyone liked that. I, they liked that. And so he's like, hey, when I charge in, give me an elbow. I'll feed away. I'll kick you. Then hit me with that yeah. and hit the ropes. So I'm like, okay, whatever you want to do. Yeah. So to start the match, they uh, they start announcing me. They play his music. I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, well, and he goes, I just go. So the guy doing the music realizes that he's fucked up. So he's trying to play my music. Yeah. But... Nothing's playing right away, so I'm just walking out there to nothing. I'm like, yeah. I'm a fucking jobber. Yeah. And so you just know it's like, okay, this is bad. And so we do the match, and they're calling a lot of stuff for him. And one of the things was called was continuously punch for 30 seconds. So I'm just in the corners, boom, boom, boom. boom. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I'm getting nothing in. Right. I'm, not, I'm trying to fight back. They told me to stop punching him. I'm like, because I'm, I'm thinking, okay. I'm basically getting jobbed out. I can at least show fire and fight back. Mm-hmm. I, there's things I can do to kind of sure. make this a little better. And it's just not going well. I I came out. My music's fucked up. I'm not getting anything in the match. It just it didn't go well. And then um, afterwards, they said, well, you didn't really get the crowd behind you. And I'm like, <laughs> how do you expect? No, no shit. <laughs> Did you no, want no to get the music, crowd behind no. me? Like, so it's like, it's that weird like, okay. And so it's like, that didn't go well, yeah. you know, and um, I did have one TV match with Damian Sandow, which was the best match I had there, I think, and it was supposed to be a dark match, and this, and Damian Sandow is another another guy. Yeah. The most over guy as Mizdow. I yeah. mean, arguably. Yeah. One of the most over Oh, yeah. Had. And now he's not even in wrestling. Right. How the fuck does that I happen? I know, I know. And he was really cool. He came up to me, like, my first week there. He had just gotten called up, and he was like... Hey, you're Harley's guy. I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I was talking to him at WrestleMania, and he asked me to look out for you. So just when I'm around next week, just come talk to me. Yeah. I'll, I'll help you out. And he talked to me for like 30 minutes like next the next week. Super good guy. And he that was one that really bothered me that he never got any more than he got. Because yeah. like, the guy's fucking good. Yeah. yeah. You know? and, it's sad to say he's not even wrestling anymore. Right. And it's like, how does that happen? You know, this guy, yeah. I mean, he was the most overact, and now he's Macho Mandow. What the fuck is that? Yeah. You know, and it's nothing brutal. It's like, man. He was trying to make it work, but it's like that's that guy. Was, Macho was, Mandow is not main eventing WrestleMania. No, no, there was so much more there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he went to TNA and Aaron Rex. Is that his shoot name? No, no, it's his name's Aaron Stevens. But okay, we well, did. He went to TNA and then recently, like, posted he's done and like, yeah. you know, guys like that are the ones I want to see in AEW. Ones yeah. that you know have it. But, well, him and Cody Rhodes were a tag team for a while. I know, yeah. You, you Which, think he would have that kind of connection. And this is this is something about him. You guys may not know. I think it was on like main event or maybe even SmackDown. It was when I was there. Yeah. Him and Cody just started teaming. And Cody took a weird backdrop from Kane and like popped his shoulder out. Mm. And was supposed to come back in. Sandow tags himself in and finishes the match. Tells him, no, you're hurt. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a fucking stand-up guy. Yeah, yeah. There. You know what I mean? Like re- yeah. seeing, seeing the situation is like, no. I'm going to work this on the fly. I'm going to yeah, figure yeah. it out, and I'm not going to let you get further hurt. But we did the, we did an NXT dark match, and, you know, it was five minutes. It was nothing. Yeah. But he, he – I know he requested that, yeah. which I thought was so such a cool thing. And right. the match actually – I mean, it was nothing special, but it actually ended up making TV because – 
uh, one of the girls had an accident in the ring on TV. <laughs> dead serious. And yeah. so, like, we're watching in the back, and oh, I was like, shit. her pants wet? Yeah. Yeah. And the guy next to me is like, yeah. I was like, oh. Uh, and so they go home quick, and so they had to fill in a segment. Well, hell yeah. And then I actually had another match with Brodus Clay that, that made TV. Similar situation. A match was yeah. shitty, so they, yeah. they put yeah, that yeah. on TV. Well, so. you see people every once in a while, they'll be watching all the next year or something, and they'll post a picture of you on Facebook, and they'll yeah. like, oh, look at this guy I ran across. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think I think I made the NXT DVD during Big E's title win or nice. something. Really? So I was, like clapping for him. That's, that's <laughs> cool. One of those shitty deals. I will know? say, okay, so from a, from, a, from a wrestler standpoint, in the last five years, like for me anyway, I remember when I first got into WFC, it was like WFC was within the Oklahoma scene. Yeah. It was like littered with like, you know, yeah, at least like getting in, like, like, man, these guys are like larger than life, you know, like, you know, and, and you had so much hype because everybody was like, dude, Breaker was in WWE, like trained by Harley, like from Japan. And so I'm over here mm-hmm. like, do I, I want to meet this guy? Like, how do I act? Like, you know, as, you know, and like, that's how I was like now knowing you like, you know, obviously we shoot the shit, but like at the time it's like. I just remember after that first show seeing you guys, I was just like going around like, "Hey, nice, nice to meet you guys!" Like, and you had you had the more buzz than anybody because of you know because of the NXT. So, well, it was weird for me too because when I came back, like I would work a guy. I'm like, "So what do you do? What do you want?" I'm like, "Well, what do you do?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, I, I, "I don't. I mean, I need to know." Yeah. And I know that's like an intimidation thing because I've yeah. been there too, where you're wrestling. Like I'm, you know, I wrestled all these Japanese guys, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, do all your shit." I'm like. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I wrestled my first tour at Noah. I gave, I gave a freaking gut wrench suplex to Morishima. Like, why yeah. the fuck yeah, am yeah. I doing that? You yeah. know, but he was all like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I remember, actually, the first time I saw you, John, mm-hmm. I'll tell this story. I don't think I've ever told you this before, but I, I was at a WFC shows in Sand Springs. my first night there. Okay. And, you know, I had been around Oklahoma enough to where I was like, uh, I wasn't really impressed with some yeah, of the guys. Yeah, sure. And I saw I you understand. work Dutch Hagen, and he was the skunk ape. Oh, okay. And oh, I, yeah. Okay. I don't know. I was like... Where the fuck did this guy come from? Mm. Like this guy can work. Like you know, I remember like at, even at the time I was like, "Why are they putting you in a comedy match?" You know, yeah, I yeah. understand like it's booking and stuff. It is. I'm, yeah, I'm not, it's in Dutch is awesome. Yeah, I actually, oh, I actually wrestled absolutely. him that night. Yeah, and um, great worker. But I was just like, I remember thinking like, okay, there's there's some guys here that can work, yeah. you know. And um, so it's it's a it's an interesting business, but you know, around the Oklahoma scene, I, I feel like there's there's some guys around here that can go. And yeah, just sometimes. You know, for whatever reason, I, I know. You know what I, I mean? mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting. But I mean, yeah, well, we had a couple matches at WFC. We did, and then like, uh, I mean, we had a fucking, we had a false count anywhere match that, um, first of all, ended in the ring. Yes, it <laughs> so did. For, yes, first it time did. ever, false count anywhere ended in the ring. Well, but also, well, I remember us like searching around the whole building before the match, looking for shit to use, and there's just like well, nothing. Well, that was also a case where we were booked in that, but they were like the commission yeah. didn't want us to do a lot. Yeah, and I'm like, well, and it was mean, probably a bad venue, like for that particular match. Like they didn't want us. They they didn't. They, there was just too much error to tear that place up and stuff. They didn't yeah. want anything to happen to their building. But. I remember at WLW, I was booked at a triple threat. Notice qualification match. Yeah. The guy named Trent Stone and, and Trevor came in. <laughs> like, Missouri rules are worse than Oklahoma. You can't yeah. fight on the floor. You can't use weapons. You can't. And so it's like, <laughs> for a notice qualification match, he's like close to his punching. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, well, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Using the boot laces. And it's just. Oh, my God. Working yeah. within the rules, I guess. It is, man. It's what you got to do what you got to do. Well, t- tell me about, um, talk, talk a little bit about, like, what's. I mean, calling matches with guys that don't speak English. I mean, I'm, like, I'm always like interested the, in like that. The Japanese guys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I, I've talked about this with like Gamble and Webb, some of those guys mm-hmm. that have been over there. Yeah. And Aaron, I don't think I've talked with him about this much, but I will. It's actually easier than guys over here. Really? And, and I, I think it's just because those guys are so freaking good. Yeah. Their worst guys better than our, sure. our best guys. I've, I've like heard, this thing. is pretty much the explanation that I've kind of heard before. And yeah, 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 yeah. So, and like yeah. the, the young boys over there, they're brought in with like so much respect. Like mm-hmm. you have your ring jacket or whatever, it's folded and placed on your back. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's just that it's a different level than it is here. Um, I'll just throw it in a corner as opposed to like like yeah when I'm when I'm looking for my when I'm looking for my jacket and my goggles after a match and they're fucking like wadded up in a puddle of water in the locker room right it's like you could at least set them in a chair you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah okay yeah, you yeah. maybe don't know where my bag is yeah. you know it's just it's a different level I mean I know um one story when I was I was on the bus it was my second tour in Noah and mm-hmm. Ogawa was there and Ogawa he debuted in '85 mm-hmm. the year I was born God guys yeah. been around for years right super cool to us. 
uh, just gr- nicest guy in the world. And uh, me and him were the only two on the bus. And he calls the young boy up. This guy named Shiro, which is he was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shiro gets on the bus. They're talking in Japanese. I'm not. I don't know what the hell they're saying. I'm sure. not paying attention. All of a sudden, I hear, bam! I was like, oh shit! I'm kind of looking like, what the fuck yeah. just happened? And Ogawa's yelling at him and pointing at him, and Shiro's like crying. Oh. He's not crying like he's he hurt. He's right. he upset him. And right, he knew right, that right. that was not good. Uh. And so he gets off the bus. He's just like, <laughs> 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 and I'm just like, oh shit. And uh, so I'm not gonna say anything. And Ogawa's yeah. like, oh, right. So I'm gonna turn around. He's like, uh, young boy, uh, stupid. I'm like, yeah, I figured. <laughs> and he's like, oh yeah, he he tell other young boy work. So. It's basically what he's saying. He told them the other young boys it was a work, and I'm like, "Yeah, what? Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah." So I asked um, Shane and Shane Hayes and Mikey Nichols. They were TMDK. They mm-hmm. were, they were TM six one and NXT in for NXT, a bit. Yeah. I think Shane's still there actually. Yeah, and they they were living in the dojo. So I asked Shane. I was like, "The young boys not know it's a work." He goes, "Well, they know, but they're not smartened up yet." Right. And so like when we would train, they had to turn around and do their squats. So it was. That doesn't even compute over oh, here. I know. You know? Oh, yeah, no, not, not even at all. a little bit. But yeah. that's that's how they were, and so I guess he taught the other young boys how to lock up. Yeah, you don't do that. Oh man, not until you're you're told to. And uh, so, that, I mean, I know when I was in New Japan, uh, Kitamura, big jacked up bodybuilder, mm-hmm. young boy. Yep, he was like 30, 31. So he was not young, but. Amateur wrestling credentials, just really, really uh, a lot of potential. Yeah. And apparently he got in trouble because he was not showing enthusiasm when he was bumping. Mm. And Nagata did not like that, so he sent him over to the side and made him do squats. So I asked one of the other young boys, I was like, what a son, why? And he goes, oh, uh, maybe Nagata will like. And I'm like, <laughs> what did he do? And he's like, uh, you know, we take bombs, we have to show, ah, yeah. it's like, like excitement. Go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he just, mm. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. So he's over there doing squats. Yeah. I'm not really paying attention. I'm stretching out, walking over the match, things like that. Come back. Motherfucker's still doing squats. Oh, shit. He had to do at least a thousand. Yeah. And so it's terrible. God damn. Yeah. I wish it was like that over here. <laughs> so and, much. And you, would, you would have about eight workers. Oh, right, well, and, and, so and Bobby Fish made that point to me. He, he was talking, because I was asking him about mm-hmm. it. And, you know, Bobby's had a lot of success, which is awesome. Yeah. But he was telling me, he's like, you know, you hear the story of like when Hogan first trained. Hiro Matsuda broke his leg. Mm-hmm. You think about it, like, that's really fucked up. But he came back. And he said, uh, over here, you know, if that happened, a lot less guys would be wrestlers, but there would be a lot more people in the audience. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, you kind of make a point. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that's right. Yeah. It's not, but it does make sense, you know? Yeah. Because there's almost like, you look around some of these areas, and mm-hmm. Oklahoma's really no different than Missouri or any anywhere else sure. I wrestled where. A lot of guys probably shouldn't be out there. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, and that's, I mean, I'm not going to bash the Oklahoma State Athletic Commission. For the record, I think it's good that we get blood tested. Sure. Yeah, same. I 100% agree. But I, don't I also, on me. right, I also think, that number one, the physical is a joke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also think that there should be some type of, like, does this guy actually know how to wrestle? Yeah. Is he semi-competent? Yeah. I mean, like, you could... It asks you for your trainer. A trainer should have a credential. Right. You know what I mean? Right. They can, oh, well, this guy trained uh, John. Okay. Uh, he's I certified. Mean, so every year, know. I would screenshot the joke that I would put in that line. Right. Like, exactly. one, one year, it's it says training qualifications. One year, I put, I trained Johnny Z. Like, that's that was what I wrote in that slot one year. Send it in. They don't give a fuck what you write there. They All they care about is that check. Yeah. And just and covering them yeah. so that you don't, exactly. you don't get hurt, right? Or if you do... They, they've got paperwork to cover their ass and they've got a check from you. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so it is what it is. Like I said, I I think the blood's a good idea because, like you said, sure. there's a lot of... And that, that's not good. I mean, anyone can be busted yeah. up and yeah. accidentally. Yep. Um, so it's, it's, it's not good. But I do think that there should be at least, like, okay... Lock up. Something. Take a headlock. Do a yeah. headlock takeover. Yeah, yeah. Take a tackle. Take a body slam. Yeah. Okay. You kind of have an idea. You know. I've uh, I've personally, and I won't I won't call anybody out for the sake of like, I'm afraid they would kill themselves. Honestly, but I've told <laughs> I told John a story on the way back from a show one time about a guy getting so blown up. One of the guys he worked got so blown up in the first minute of the match, he had ripped his own mask off and threw it to the... <laughs> he abandoned his own character and threw it to the side just to get wind. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And that, that was on an Oklahoma show. Can, so you, I'm fucking, just, can you imagine? Like, can you fucking imagine? Like, I mean, the dude abandoned, you, abandoned, abandoned your his own character, character and threw his mask off because he's so fucking blown up. Throw the mask off. And it's just... I saw a guy who I will call out 
because it's funny. Yeah. His name was Mr. Pyro. Okay. It was my one of the first indie shows outside of Harley's that I ever did. And so I think sometimes when we're first in the business, we just assume yeah. everyone's kind of trained the same. Mm-hmm. You realize pe- a lot of people are not at mm-hmm. all. So Mr. Pyro is wrestling Asylum. And that should show you how good this show is. <laughs> Mr. Pyro comes to the ring with a Pepsi can, which he drinks. There you go. And uh, not a gimmick. No, he had like he had like he was like Captain Hot Topic, you know, oh, man. decked oh, out man. in the fire. Fuck. Yeah. And then Asylum was like Shitman Sting, just yeah, horrible. Yeah. And so <clears throat> I'm watching like through the curtain, so I'm at the entrance, and they try to do like the Eddie Guerrero Three Amigos. Yeah. yeah. So I hear Three Amigos. I'm just like I shouldn't be able to hear that. Okay. Yeah. I take the bump, and so. Dude over here rolls to the left. Dude over here rolls to the right. So they're rolling against each other. Ooh. And then they're like, they try to correct, so they go the other way. And it's like back and forth. I'm like, oh, dear God. It's mm. like, and you know, shit happens when you're wrestling with yeah. a miscommunication. You have to, you know, plan B. Go to the next thing, you know. It's just, yeah. and that's when I'm, I'm just watching these guys. I'm just like, oh, my God. These guys yeah. are horrible. And, you know, and that's. That's why I was trying to tell people, like, if you want to make money at this, which is not the easiest thing in the world to do, but if you want to make this your job, try to get as good as you can. Yeah. You know, training, seminars, yeah. as, as much different type of shit as possible. Learn, yeah. You know, I have, sure. a, um, I have a funny story. I mean, I say funny, but it's more like within me, it's funny. But um, I actually trained with you for like, I don't know, like four or five weeks. I did, I did some training with you. But... Um, it was back when I knew STF was fixing to split mm-hmm. and I knew I was about to start doing singles and I was like, man, I really want to, I want to be ready for singles. I want to understand more of wrestling. Cause like mm-hmm. I felt like tag team, at least with Oklahoma, we were okay at it, but I was like, if we can just, if I could just figure out some basics as a, as a, as a singles heel, we'll be fine. So everybody kept saying, go to compound, uh, breakers training on this night, go to compound breakers training. And I remember, I don't know if I had reached out to you or if I just showed up, but I remember getting there, signing my form, and it was like me, Gavin Dixon, you, Skylar Slice, and you were having us run some basic stuff. Uh, Justin and I got hurt, I believe, that oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Justin and I got hurt, and like we ended up staying. Yeah, he almost dropped you on your head, didn't he? It was like um, he went for a body slam. He threw and, his back out. Yeah, he threw his back out, which, you know, and like, I don't know, I was like, I mean, he might have thought I was saying back, and I, I honestly didn't, but he and I have talked since then. But, um, you know, I don't know what happened, but he threw his back out, and uh, he's done it a few times now. But um, I remember like being told. I was actually talking. I'm sorry to cut you off, but yeah, I was but... talking about OKX. I was like, dude, you need like some yoga or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. some back problems. It, it would be good. That sucks. I've been there. Yep. It would be good. And I remember, um, I remember doing that and working with you. And like the reason why it came to me is because just this last weekend I was feeding to a rope, and like it always rings in my head. You telling me like, oh, you feed the rope and give him this next spot, and then it rings in my head when you were like. Well, you just stomped him once, so why the hell would you stomp him again the second time? At least choke him, like mix it up. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you were telling me that, but it's pretty funny because I remember the training classes kind of started windling down. It was like ten people, seven people, yeah. five people, and then it was like me and like Skylar Slice. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember the next week you had you had posted that oh we're gonna do training, and um, I had sold my truck and I had bought a white trailblazer. You know, as before I ever owned a business, so I was like, oh, I mean, I sold my own, but as before I really owned a business and was making decent money, and um, I was like, I gotta buy this truck. So I met the person right at the time we were supposed to train, and I was like, you know, like, there's gonna be people there. I'm not gonna text Breaker because, like, you know, he'll get it. And later on that night, like, about, I don't know, an hour after the training session, I get this message from Breaker, and it's like, it's like, just a heads up, I will not be doing training anymore. Um, Something, something, I, I don't remember. And I remember messaging you back, and I'm like, I felt so bad because I'm oh, like, it wasn't you. Because in, inside, I was like, I was like, man, like, I really, I'm taking this serious. I, I, yeah. I really don't want to be that guy that leaves you hanging, you know. So that was like, that, that's a funny story. Like we're talking about training. It's like that bothered me for so long to the point where I was like, man, I just hope like Breaker's not mad at me about that. And I, honestly, like we didn't talk again until right before OKX. You messaged right, me. right. So it's funny how I, that works. To be fair, I kind of stepped away from wrestling altogether there mm-hmm. for a while and was just kind of yeah not following it not watching i mean i was watching on tv a little bit but i kind of just stepped away but yeah i always felt like training that was one thing i was pretty good at yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and i think everybody has their their strengths like billy gunn i was talking about him earlier yeah hell of a worker hell of a performer at 55 still guy cannot train worth a shit but um great guy just not everybody can do it but you know like i i would anytime something made sense to me i always tried to like kind of mentally make a note of it Mm -hmm. which i was talking to you guys about getting signed 
that was one thing I also did. Regal, I don't know if he did this for you, John, but he set us down. Basically, was telling us all the shit he liked, mm-hmm. and more or less was like, you know, if you're going to go to PWG, mm-hmm. do what they want. You're going to go to Japan, do what they want. Going to do here. Basically, he's telling you this is what I want you to do. Right. Yeah. So I mentally tried to, to fit as many of them as I could into my match. One of the things he would say was, if you get caught cheating, you're grabbing the guy's eyes, whatever. Referee catches you. I'm like, I didn't do that. Apologize. There's more yeah. heat there. That's you know. That's smart. Subjective, I guess, to yeah. opinion. But I did that. I choked the guy. Referee called me. And was like, oh, sorry, sorry, it won't happen again. Yeah. And I, I, and I don't know if it was things like that, but maybe mm-hmm. he was like, oh, he's coachable. Sometimes that's sure. Absolutely. Sometimes that's all yeah, it's a thing. Line. Absolutely, yeah. Can the guy take, yeah, you know, direction and stuff? So, it's um, you know, that's to me like I one thing I've always felt like I could do is I could try to make guys a little bit better. Yeah. You know, like Riker, I, I feel like I helped him a lot yeah. because yeah. I know when I first saw him, I was like, he doesn't work like a big guy, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest thing I wanted to help him with. I was like, you need you're a three hundred pound man who moves yeah. incredibly well, but you. You don't show that. Yeah. Right. You know, you're not – you shouldn't be taking, you know, crazy bumps for small guys. You yeah, bumping should, feet, bumping feet. I mean, yeah, all yeah, that But shit, I, it was yeah. like little things like I was trying to tell him, like, and you're in the corner, you're about to take off. It's like abyss. One of the things he does is like, wow, you know, yeah. winds up and then he takes off. And it's small, but it – we've watched him run. It's like it. – it's super yeah. awkward. But if he does that little wind-up, it looks like it's more momentum. Build momentum. I mean, yeah. yeah. Sonic the Hedgehog, you know. <laughs> there you go, yeah. yeah I, so, remember, I automatically think of Riker doing that too because I've seen yeah. lots of And so, like, I always – that was one thing I always try to do is I try to watch guys and like, yeah, what can, what can he do that would be a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, but again coming from WLW that was I was so lucky there because everybody watched my match and mm-hmm. everybody critiqued it. Mm-hmm. Now for like the first two years I thought I was like the worst fucking wrestler yeah. walking the face of the earth because it was all this negative feedback. Yeah. But in the long run that made me so much better because right. it was like I was so like can't make this look like shit. You gotta sell. I gotta, yeah. gotta throw every strike as hard as I can, you know, and all that stuff. So that stuff does help, you know, when you have people critiquing your matches and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely got good feedback from it. And at first, I didn't know how to react because, like, when I was coming to the training sessions with you, like, I knew that's what I was, I was there for. It's like I was there to learn. So it's like everything felt awkward and felt different because, which is what I needed and what everyone needs, I guess. Mm-hmm. But like, you'd be like. All right, um, you know, apply heat for you know two minutes, but only use you know whatever. You get the idea. But you know, I do it, and I'm like, man, I just feel so awkward doing this. Or like, if you, I'd be giving stomps in the corner, be like, all right, uh, you and Dixon work three minutes, but no stomps. And I'd be like, fuck, I've been working stomps for the last you know thirty minutes with you. So like, trying to figure it out. And anyway, I learned from that, and then we ended up working Trevor, mm-hmm. you know, which I've, I've talked about he before. Beat the shit out of you. Yes, I figured he would. Beat the absolute dog shit. We had a couple of moments in the match with, with me where I because uh, <laughs> he would tell me all those little tricks yeah. but then he forgets he tells me so like there's a point in that match where I turn around and just chop the shit out of him that's because yeah. I was like nope not <laughs> yeah. doing that anymore <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but yeah I, I figured did he uh, did he tell you to give you a did he say hey give me a backdrop and then he chopped the shit out of your back no he didn't do that but he did chop the shit out of my back anyway yeah. so, it's yeah. like um, what's funny was with the match is um, so and I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on here but you know you, you've worked with him and so anyway um we were we told we were getting the match STF and we were told we were getting STF versus Trevor and Bull. Well, because it was supposed to be me and Riker was against it? Trevor and Bull. Well, because Tim wanted me to work those two, and he was like, "I need a big guy from WLW." And yeah. I was like, "Fuck that, use him. Mm-hmm. Like, let him have that experience." Yeah. I also kind of knew they'd beat the shit out of Riker, but it'd be good for him, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I, I know yeah. <laughs> Bull's a nice guy, but he's a little snug sometimes. But. um and you know I love Bull. He's the one. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like just a sweetheart of a oh, guy. Oh man, he is. Man. Oh yeah, he's he's a and, good dude. And I knew Trevor would like the fact that Riker could put believable heat on him sure. because that's I mean, Trevor's a big guy. Like mm-hmm. I think he's deceptively bigger than you realize yeah. when you see him. But um, that 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 was actually I think the plan. And then I ended up Oklahoma blood yeah. shit happened, so mm-hmm. I ended up not having a license that's for right. a while. So then I think that's when they pivoted and went with yeah. the yeah. STF. We here. were definitely like. Second or third choice. Like, it was like... And honestly, at the time, like, as good as what we thought we were, like, we weren't... We weren't there with Trevor at well, all. Well, when you're, like... So, I here's how I feel. Like, in wrestling, after two years, you're like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you hit five years, you're like, wow, I really did yeah, not yeah. know yeah. at all. 
And then you hit about seven or eight, and you're like, damn, I didn't. I mean, I, for me, yeah. the first time I was, like, really confident was, like, nine years in, which yeah. is weird. That's when I was in New Japan. But uh, that's the first time I ever felt like, I was like, okay, I actually think I know what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a, the funny with the, with the Trevor story, because it has, it has a cool little wraparound to it. But um, So we got that match with Trevor, and um, we're kind of in the back, and I, I sat through a seminar, and I was doing stuff at the seminar, but so did Jeremy, but we never really kind of stood out. There was that one point where he's like, Talking to the boys, he's like, I don't know who the fuck I'm working tonight, and I was like, Well, you're working us tonight, and he's like, Oh shit, <laughs> and like, he's like, Oh, I'm just kidding. But we go in the back and like, okay, it's so like, I'm kidding, but I'm not yeah. really. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. In the seminar, he was like, In the seminar, he was like, Beginning, middle, end, and I still work like that. Like I was telling you off camera, like um, off record, I was like, Beginning, middle, end, so I work. And um, so I was like, You know, I'm gonna try to like take some of the stuff he taught today. I'm gonna try to throw it in there against him and see if it impresses him at all. So um, I'm nervous as hell, man. Like, it's your first name, Yeah, right? it should be. Yeah, yeah. It's our first, it's our first main, but also it's against Trevor. And um, I'm just like, fuck. Like, so I mean, Bull- and, and that's he was, you know, on yeah. television. Yeah. yeah. You know, the guy was wrestling the Hardy Boys. Yeah, he's yep. a tag champion. He wrestled Three like Shawn Michaels and yeah. Ric Flair and stuff. So it's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot to that for yeah. sure. And so Bull wasn't able to make it. So Jack Jamison filled in. And Jack was his tag partner. And man, if it wasn't for Jack, I don't know if we would have got through that match because, like, I didn't know what to expect. Like, it yeah. was like it started, and we, we so we went over what we were gonna do in the back, and we got out there. Trevor changed it on a dime. Like, it's supposed to be me and Trevor, and he circled with me, and then tagged out Jameson, tagged yeah. in Jameson, and then Jameson. And I started. It's like it's like a little test. You sure. Know? Like, yeah. So um, we did the deal, and like I remember, I popped him because we were circling, and he goes. Um, we were circling and I looked at, and I stopped and I said, you just think you're a badass because you're in a video game. And he was like, he looked around and said, oh, he's like, do you hear that? He's having a video game. And he gave me credit on that in the back. And they were working later and he chopped me back, chopped me hard. Oh, yeah. And yeah. like he was talking to, in, in the training, he goes. You'll feel that all the way in your toes. Man. That, holy shit. Man, like there was a point. Okay, so there's a funny part with Jeremy too. But with me, I popped him there and I popped him again whenever he chopped me and I rolled over. I sold the shit out of it. And in the training session earlier, he said, man, I was really noticed because I could sell. In his in his seminar, that's what he's doing. And he rolled me over. He goes, he goes, you all right there, bud? And I'm like, I'm like, it's my Murdoch cell. And he goes to Jack, Jameson. He goes, it's fucking Murdoch cell. <laughs> Hit me again. And uh, and like he's chopping the piss out of me. Like, to the point to where like, I said, rip my shirt off. And he like he didn't realize I had a singlet underneath. So he's sitting there trying to rip my gimmicks off. Like, it's my singlet. It's not going anywhere. Right. And I, it's like choking me. And he's like, fuck it, just let go. Jeremy gets in there. Um, and Jeremy is working him. And Jeremy, like, I don't know, like Jeremy like, might have kicked him a little hard or something. Murdoch leans up from the heat, punches him in the dick as hard as hard as he can. Punches him in the dick. Jeremy sells over shoot, and he damn. leans in Jeremy's ear, and I'm on the apron, and goes, "Stiff me again, motherfucker." Yeah, and I'm like, "We're done." Like we're done. And so he gets in there, and next well, thing, and that's a scary feeling because you're like, "Oh shit!" Fuck like, you yeah. guys wearing the same gear. Right? I'm the next guy in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's like chest chop, back chop, chest chop. Back shot. Time for the go home, okay? Working the deal, he picks me up. He goes, Murdoch boot. So I'm thinking, okay, Lance Cade, you know, whatever. Feet around the boot. I feed around. His hand's like he's throwing for a punch. I'm from here to that, you know, table. It's about eight feet away from him. And I expect him to run in with a boot. So I, our timing's off big time. So he comes over, boom, clobbers me. We finish the match. I'm like, okay, we made it through, whatever. We get to the back. Trevor comes back. He is hot. Yeah. He is hot, hot, hot. And he's like, what the fuck, you pussies? Like, yada, yada, yada. What about you? And pointed at me. And he's like, well, I'm fucking dragging knuckles over there. And you're eight feet away from me. And I'm like, dude, you called me right. He's like, I didn't fucking ask for your response. And I'm like, okay. I was like, okay. And um, he went over to the side. He calmed down. He went up to Tim. He's like, I'm sorry to ram your boys, whatever. <laughs> I was okay with it. At yeah. first, I was like, dick but then i was like you know what i get it so like we talked afterwards he ended up like inviting me down to the casey training with him or whatever once another student i don't know but um anyway it's a cool wraparound story because it was a learning experience for me sure it was so after that after every match i worked i was like man trevor and i still i said it last saturday i was like you know hold on you know trevor said beginning middle end so um funny thing is he did not remember me um he didn't remember me the next time he seen me and um, we did a, another seminar, but this time he's doing psychology and he was doing promo work. And I was there and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm having my hood up and I'm like, I want him to fucking call me out bad. And I, like, I want him to, I'd see him like, he'd be scanning the group of us and then he'll like see me and like, there's something there, but he doesn't know where it's from. So like, at least, at least it's in my head. I don't know. Maybe I'm just painting a picture, but I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, fucking call me, call me, call me for a promo. And um, 
Finally, it's the very last call, and Danny just fucking killed it with a promo. He, like, he, yeah, Dimitri he, right up, yeah, right up his alley. He called up Dimitri, and he said, I want you to be you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin or whatever. And you know, Danny with his impersonation. So he kills it, and I'm, I have to follow Danny. I'm like, shit. But I'm sitting there, and um, you know, Scott Clayton, of all people, is there. <laughs> God it's not, it's not, it's not, damn. I, I want to cut a promo. And Trevor, oh, all right, all right, son, pulls him up. And he's like, anybody want to cut one? And like looks around, and nobody's raising their hand. And I'm, I'm sitting in the corner. I'm just like. Raise my hand. And Trevor's like, all right, big man, get up here. And I, I, I cut this promo on Scott. And like I did exactly what Trevor said. Bullet point, put him over, get over you know, where the show's going to be, and, and end it. And I did it. And afterwards, he's like, that's how you cut a fucking promo. And then the next show, I wrestled Riker, and that's when I got the HTH belt. He pulled me aside after the match. He's like, man... I'm not big on the fancy shit because like, I did like a top rope Rama trying to just be that guy. Yeah. I'm not, I shouldn't do that. And I hurt myself doing it. So should have never done that. But he's like, I'm not big on that. But, you know, tonight's one of those nights. Be proud. And I'm like, all right, this is a pretty cool wraparound story. Yeah. Then getting your ass kicked to, you know, getting some props. So as far as my experience with the name, that's the only one I've had. And yeah. it, was, it was cool. Yeah. So my first tour of Japan, and I was in 2011, was not ready yeah. to be over there yet. But um, I was there with Trevor. We were tagging. And, cool. and I knew him, and he helped me a lot, but we were not close by any yeah. means. But we're over there tagging, you know. We tagged nine out of the ten matches we had. And I really developed a bond with him over that because he really looked out for me. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you know, those guys are good, but they will they'll pull fast ones on you. Big time. And he, yeah. he called that shit out. He's like, nope, really? fuck that. And he would, like, tag himself in. It's yeah. like working over yeah. the young boy. Like, he knew. And... Um, and he was, you know, he was coming off TV pretty fresh at that point. So he had a lot more um, merit to everything he said, you sure. know, where I was basically still a young boy to sure. them, you know. But, like, my first night there, we were uh, – it was a six-man tag. It was me, Trevor, and Bobby Fish against Segura. Um, who was it? Segura, Morishima, and Taniguchi. And Trevor, go- they want him to go over because he's – um, gonna wrestle Segura for the title later in the tour. My first night there was the main event, and we won. Wow! Nice. I'm like, yeah. what in the fuck am I doing <laughs> here? You know, like, how is this happening? And but yeah, I, I learned a lot from him there. But I mean, Trevor is um, <laughs> he's he's hard to read sometimes. Yeah. And you know, like he he would he was not afraid to let you know when you when you fuck something up. But yeah. But that was a good learning experience. And he actually told me when he was there. To Japan. This was years before he was signed. He was a nobody. He was wrestling Akiyama, who's in all Japan now. Yeah, and he—I uh, don't know if he forearmed him or what, but he knocked him out. Mm. And he said, "I hit him, and he just, he just dropped." And I was like, "Oh fuck!" So he said, "I put him in a chin lock. I'm like rubbing his neck, trying to wake him up." <laughs> <laughs> and again, like communication's difficult. Yeah. Like yeah. they can usually conversate, but it's it's broken English. Right. And so he said. Yeah. Wakes up, Germans me right on the back of my head. And, oh, and he was fuck. like, I just know. Like, we had three matches with Akiyama that tour. And he did not at all want to work with us. Yeah. I could just tell. He just did not want to work with us. And he was like, he's going to kick my ass. I know it. If he does, you got to come in there. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking Akiyama. He's yeah. a legend over there. Yeah. You, get any, you get any good stories from him? I remember he was um, in that in that seminar. He was like, ask me anything you want. He's like, He's like, I remember we hopped in the car. He's like, I saw. He's like, they're like, hop in with whoever you want. He's like, the minute we saw Sean hop in the car, me and Cade were like, backseat. So. Well, Cade was his was Sean's boy yeah. for a long time, and I can only imagine me and Trevor though getting to hear all that. You yeah, know, and, yeah. Oh, he had all kinds of stories, you know. And I'm trying to think of. I mean, he had some that I probably shouldn't share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, understandable. Yeah, but yeah, he. I mean, and that was the thing is he he had a run for four years. I mean, yeah. it may not mm-hmm. seem like it because he didn't he didn't get to do as as much as he probably should have. But yeah, I mean, the dude. I know he had a short program with Ric Flair. Yep. He wrestled Shawn Michaels. He wrestled Triple H. He did a big program with the Hardy Boys. Like that's yeah. some. He had a lot of good shit. And he, yeah. he and he talked about the going to Vince's office and. Doing the karaoke bit, and mm-hmm. you know that that was all really cool. So he had a lot of ideas that I think could have worked, and I mean, there's always that woulda, shoulda, coulda, you know. Sure. But yeah. I know at one point he had he pitched a character, so he wanted to come back and do this like essentially like he he struck oil and he uh-huh. won a lot of money, and so he's like this rich redneck. Yeah, so yeah. What's he buying? That would have been fun. That's that's Four awesome. wheelers, yeah. you know, like just crazy shit like that. Like, yeah, that's stuff that he could use stuff, like. Man. Now you know, and and, I, and, I, and like he had a whole story for it. I was like, damn, that would have been good. He yeah. wanted a feud with Del Rio because he was like the rich, 
mm-hmm. you know, Mexican guy, yeah. but like classy. Right. Trevor's redneck, you know. And I'm like, yeah. dude, that's like Stone Cold 2.0 kind. And he goes, that's kind of what I'm hoping. And that's I'm like, fucking be fucking great. And I, I was like, it could, and you know, that's it could have worked. You know, I think the thing with Trevor is he's he's not at all what they look for like aesthetically. Yeah, sure. But sometimes that works. You yeah. Know? Like w- when you have. Like, like I was saying before, six foot three white guys all ripped up. Like, yep. they're not special now. It's just a factory, just yep. churning them out. But you have a yep. guy that's different, like Seamus, when he came in, super pale. Yeah. It made him stand out. It did. In that yeah. way. He did stand out. He called, uh, they, Jerry's put Trevor over in commentary. He's like a big old bottle of milk. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? He's like right. a big old bottle of white milk. Yeah. But, it, but again, like, if he would have came in, because Trevor's pretty good talker, if he would have came in and be like, I'm, I'm you guys, I'm a fan, you know, like, he kind of yeah. has that everyday look he's not super toned or anything like yeah. I, it could have worked you know yeah. um i love the rich struck oil gimmick like right. great idea yeah Beverly hillbillies yeah almost, hell you know? yeah spent like, oh i spent my money on this and went to the golden crowd and you know, right yeah. exactly yeah that was- and, and it's and it's going to be stupid things that rednecks buy you yeah. know yeah. an 18 wheeler that you Fuck can't drive, drive you know yeah. a freaking jet or something you yeah. know yeah because you know like I remember hearing a Jeff Foxworthy routine one time where he, the first thing he did, he walked out there and he had like blue boots on. He goes, blue stingray boots. Can't give rednecks money. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, it'd be great. Like, yeah, I can only imagine. Oh, I got, I got one of them Bowflex, you know? Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like shit like that. Would... Anyway, Murdoch, Murdoch, I know you're never going to listen to this. Someone share this. We'll, we'll send it to him. Yeah. Well, we got we got like five minutes left here. I've got a couple. One thing that I did want to mention real quick. I don't, I've never said this. Well, there's no one even to tell this to except for Breaker. I did a. Uh, I don't know if it was the first time I met you, but you did a seminar at UWE. Yeah. This was when you, one of the when you first kind of came back to Oklahoma, I believe. And uh, you told a story about Akiyama in that, and I mean, it was just mainly about meeting him, and and you know, everybody. Some people are polite, some people are whatever, and then you know, you see him, you shake his hand, and he just kind of doesn't even look at you, but he's just like Akiyama, you know. And yeah. To this day. Every single, every time, for the last however many years that's been, every time me and Graham Bell see each other at an event, every time we shake hands, we go, Akiyama, and we walk away. <laughs> every t- Since that day, we have never missed a beat, and I, don't know, I always think about that, that fondly and stuff, but like I said, we've got like... We got like four minutes left in this episode. Um, I want to I want to get some Brian Breaker trivia real quick, so I, I'll go yeah, random. Just just tell me, give me. I mean, what's your favorite match of all time? Just boom, just like that. Like that. Just, I just your favorite? No, no, that you watch like a a, 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 a WWE match, a Ring of Honor match. I mean, whatever. What, what's your go to favorite match of all time? First thing I think of is Bret Owen WrestleMania. 10. Okay, fuck yeah. And the reason I say yeah. that is because it's like a very good story. Yeah. Little brothers trying to prove. Yep. Big brothers wrong. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a wrestling match, mm-hmm. right? It's not a fight. Mm-hmm. It's a wrestling match. But yeah. I was talking, you know, before about you know the knee thing. Yeah, Brett hurts his knee. Yeah, fucking Owen is on it. Yeah, and then at the end, it's not the tights, it's not the hair. Mm-hmm. He out wrestles him. Yeah, coincidentally, like he surprised himself. He surprised Brett. He surprised the announcers. That's a good story. Like he he yeah. actually just he he got one over on his brother. Then Brett wins the title that night. Yeah, it's like boom, SummerSlam. You know, it's like the perfect feud. Yeah. And then Owen wins King. I mean, I thought that was such a great story. And that, Owen Hart's always been a, yeah. a big. I've always been a huge fan. That of That is him. that is Loki, yeah. one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. That is never talked about. And it's followed like, up it by is, Doink and Bam Bam. And I mean, tag. fuck, man, it's <laughs> under one of the most underrated matches in WrestleMania history, without yeah. a doubt. Go watch that match if you haven't seen it. It's because Owen is barely mentioned ever. So it's it just it's one of those where it's like I've I've taken so many elements of what they did mm-hmm. in that match where I was just like that's good shit like I know there's one spot I don't remember exactly how it is but they're doing something and fucking Owen just slaps the piss out of Brett I love slaps I think it's great yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not really like a, a painful thing it's like an insult mm-hmm. right yeah. you slap someone it's like everyone knows what that's like yeah 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 not everyone knows what a chop is but everyone gets sure. a slap right yep. and then like so the, so he slaps the shit out of Brett and then takes him down they do a little bit of something Owen goes for a leapfrog Brett stops short I think that's what it is yeah Bitch slaps Bam. Him back. and I'm yeah. like, yes. There you go, brother. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It's just great, great stuff. All right. So. Favorite personal match you've had? Hmm. So I would. I'll have to say it was I wrestled Jack Gamble mm-hmm. at a 2011 at Harley's Camp Show, mm-hmm. and that was the match, kind of when I had momentum going to get signed. Mm-hmm. And so I knew Regal and Steamboat were going to watch closely, right? And so I picked him because I was like, I know. The thing about Gamble, he's kind of deceptively good, and I don't mean that as an insult. <laughs> he's 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 good, but yes. it's like you don't you look at him, you don't think like, oh, this guy's going to be great. But right. he's so easy to work. Sure, yeah. And he was taking all my stuff. He kind of got himself over in the process. It was exact like best 
thing that Simon Gotch told me, he goes, if there was any question, you exclamation pointed it at, with that match. Like, they're definitely going to sign awesome. you now. And I was like, okay, which is what I was setting out to do. Yeah. And so I was, I was super happy with it. Um, so that stands out. But then these matches aren't, like, considered great. But I was sure. in the ring with Marafuji and Tanahashi in, yeah, in Japan. Yeah. Hell yeah. I remember and, seeing the, the pictures and stuff, yeah. And so the funny thing about Tanahashi is it was me and Leland Race against him and Juice in the tag league thing. And Juice is putting the match together with us. And he's just doing his hair. Yeah. Not really yeah, yeah. Even paying it. This is a night off for him, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, just doing his hair. And Juice is like, Tana, maybe you do this. Okay. He's like, yeah, maybe you do this. Okay. Yeah. Just not, doesn't give a shit <laughs> yeah. less. And he goes out there and I'm like, this is the best guy I've probably ever been in the ring with. Yeah. Like, he was so good. And calling audibles on the fly. And they were like, the right call every time. Yeah. And I'm like, you're not even putting the match together yourself. He's the fucking man for a reason. D- yeah. yeah. He he is unbelievable. And Marafuji is just so damn good. Yeah. Like, those are like, I always felt like when I wrestle guys, I'm like, okay, that guy might be a little bit better, but... I can hang with them. Those two, I'm like, those are the two best. I mean, they right. are the two best I've ever been in the ring with. Just unbelievable talents. That's cool. I mean, that is pretty awesome. I mean, like, hearing you say, like, like, like I said, I saw the pictures, like, with you and Marafuji and stuff. Yeah. Like, Marafuji. photographers are fantastic. I mean, like, uh, I've said it on here a thousand times, but um, 05 Ring of Honor is the reason I ever bought a pair of boots. Like, right. like I love that era of wrestling so much. And like seeing those guys, Joe like Kobashi I just did. wanted to be those guys. Yeah. And uh, like Mara Fuji, Kenta came over. Like, I mean, so like legendary and I, I love it, man. And seeing you got work, those guys, that, that's absolutely amazing. But uh, my very first camp in 2006, I was, uh, I was there. I wasn't even trained yet. Mm-hmm. And so they sent me across the street to the heart because he ran the camp in like this, big like uh community center yeah across the street was like the school he sent all the new guys over the over to bump guess who was teaching us to bump marifuji and kenta <laughs> how the fuck does that happen you know like fuck man and, yeah. and, and like they're just like oh they're just watching it's like, okay good and i'm just like i'm you know i'm like you i'm watching ring of honor and i'm like yeah. holy shit yeah you know, yeah, like, yeah 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 I, I would i would barely be able to function like i mean like i i mean like you know, it's such a small thing, but like when I did the extra work and I got to like shake Daniel Bryan's hand, right. like I'm like that's that's my guy, like right. that that is that's my like favorite wrestler, like and and he's just like a normal dude, like you know I mean I don't know, it's just such a crazy like shocking. Just experience. from just from doing this podcast, I think it's pretty undeniable that you should be in a backstage capacity somewhere doing something. I like, would I would like to because I feel like I could be. I know I could help guys. You yeah, know what I mean, like I know I could take someone who's having a match and be like, okay, yeah, like, okay, you're trying to get to here. Mm-hmm. How are you getting there? Yeah, and like, and what's the what's the reasoning? I would like to do that at some point if I could. It's, yeah. it's needed too. Yeah. Like, like that's something that this area is kind of lacking. I, I definitely, I definitely think it's it's beneficial. And like, you, I mean, just from the stuff you said, from a guy that's been there and yeah. been through it, like. That carries a lot of weight, you know. Right. Like, you yeah. know, you walking up to someone, you telling them, "Hey, this is what you did wrong. This is what you do to change it." People knowing you've done that are going to be like, they're going to be more than willing to yeah. to listen and correct. Right. And you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I, I know what it's like when someone just like, "Hey, it's what you need to do in your match." And you're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah. But you know, so I always try to do it like in a polite way. You know, just tell, tell like sure. those guys do those that three way at OKX. I threw a couple suggestions out. I was sure. like, okay, so yeah. If this is where you're ending, maybe you need this to get there. Yeah, you know, right. if, if this is happening, maybe this needs to happen first. So this makes more sense. You know, yeah. little things like that, and and those little details are things that I think always they make more sense as you yeah. as you see yeah. matches take place. So I mean, backstage capacity is one thing, mm-hmm. but you know, we talked off off a little bit, but you know, it's been a little bit since Brian Breaker's been in the ring. What's the yeah, what's year the and future a half look like? Year and a half, yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, I will say this. I never actually said I was retired. Yeah. Right. I always said I was going to take a break. And I don't know what I'll be doing down the road, but I do know I have not had my last match yet. You don't have to name any names, um, just so you don't I get, get littered with, you know, just so you don't get crossed, I guess I should say. John's shaking his head, and I say that oh, because fuck does that mean? I'll say that because he fucking hates it. Because <laughs> John comes back for a match, and the next thing I know, everybody I talk to, I want to wrestle John, yada yada. When really John's just a piece of shit that wears camo. So that that that's all that is. But what I'm saying, you don't have to name any names. But are there guys within Oklahoma right now that you've seen over the last year, or whatever, that you think, hey, down the road, I could have a match with them? Oh yeah. Okay. Definitely. Cool. Oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I always look at guys too, and I see them work, and I'm like, 
hmm, what could I do with him? Yeah. What could I do with him? Like, Riker right. was actually the first guy over here. Yeah. I was like, I need to work him because I know I could get something out of mm-hmm. him. Yeah. You know? That'd because be awesome. I, I saw a lot of potential, but it was very untapped at the time. Yeah. And, you know, that's just inexperience more than anything. And yeah. and he's I feel like after he wrestled me he did get better. So absolutely. Which is yeah. what I was what I was going for. I will say this much from talking to Riker and um a lot of the stuff that you have showed you taught Riker kind of got relayed through Riker to me during the time we were working around for the HTH belt. And I know for a fact Riker takes the things that you said and utilizes them. Yeah. And appreciates it. Like it's been it's been told to me like right. mouth to mouth. So mouth to ear. So but yeah um Anyway, we're looking at a, well, you know, wrapping this up. We're all mouth to mouth over here. Me, Breaker, and John. God just, damn. I was going to let it go. Big, you had to we're, fucking, we're doing, you had to we're doing, we're all, do, we're, we're all doing a big mouth to mouth thing. Um, it's, 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 the bad thing about podcasting is when you say something weird, like, do I ignore it? Yeah. And move on. I was going to let that one go. No, I, I, I kind of like We've all done that so. in real life where you say something, you're like, I'll just pretend like I didn't say well, that. If they question, I'm like, I didn't say that. It's fucking recorded. It's there for It is what it is. We're mouth to mouth. And like, I thought that's what they mean when they say get a rub. God um, yeah, ask the mouth or you know whatever to mouth. You I'm totally. Some, you might have, have to serve some shakes, man. I'm, they're I'm, fucking. These I'm people totally are looking in the window. Nah. We we got we got to shut this down so you can get. get no, nah, they're looking at the here. sign that says we're opening late on Monday because Daddy's got to go to Hawaii. So oh, it's shit. a thing. Cut some promos in Hawaii. Anyway, um, we want to thank Breaker. Want to thank Breaker for getting on here. Um, John is. God damn, he wears a piece of shit camo <laughs> shorts. Like, you know what? Uh, I, I, I want to close. You're wearing a camo hat right now. You never hunted a day in your life, That's so don't right. talk to me. Um, Tim actually messaged me, and Tim, people. this is for you. Tim messaged me and goes, "I love how you roast John about wearing camo because it's so true." <laughs> so, <laughs> anyway, um, thanks Breaker for hopping on. Find us at What Can You Offer on our Facebook page. We're now on iTunes and Spotify, and be sure to check out. Um, Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Um, if you have anything social media wise you want to plug or t shirts. Sure, I'll, I'll shamelessly plug. Um, at Brian Breaker ODR on Twitter, at Brian Breaker on Instagram. I'm on Facebook, but I don't really get on there too often these days. But yeah, I post random shit sometimes. Um, yeah. Do the podcast. We've been doing it for about almost like five years now, which is crazy to it's think. Insane. So John's actually been on before. Yep. Alex, I think you'll be yeah, on eventually. Yeah. I'd like John I'd like to have you on again as yeah, well. Yeah, lots happened. Yeah. It's yeah. been a while. Gladly. So. And um, you have a pro wrestling tee still too. I do have a pro wrestling tee. I just made a He Man design the other day. I saw it. Yeah, Looks awesome. Up. Yeah, put that up because I was like, ah, what the hell? I need I need some eighties eighties shit Fuck on there. Yeah. So. There you go. So um, here in a second, you're gonna get to hear a really weird uh, stomach wrenching Dusty Gold imitation by John. <laughs> that was our, they've up. already heard it at this so. point. 